Hello everyone and we welcome you to another episode. Uh, we like call it a fresh new episode of uh, What's Cooking. Uh, it's a new season and uh, the Premier League uh, started off with a bang and that was like August of um, 11, August 11, the Premier League started. Uh, it started out with Man City versus Burnley. But before we go deep into the show, we just want to say uh, welcome you guys. Um, thank you all for the listening and the participation in our podcast. And uh, we appreciate a lot and we want you guys to keep on um, listening. Hopefully we have a blast this season and uh, get some juicy and very important games coming up. So yeah, I'm not here alone, obviously. I'm here with the man they call Smigo also, and we'll be doing this together. How are you doing, Smigo? Good day, my guy. I'm good, I'm good. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new season. Just that's the third in a very exciting note already. Everybody yeah. seems on fire already. So we anticipate another exciting seven, eight, nine months of football. Let's go. Yeah, like it's been a long while without football. So uh, um, a lot has been going on over the summer um, during the time when the Premier League was away. Um, A lot has been going on in the transfer window, like more than a lot um, has been has been on, uh, starting from the Women's World Cup over to uh, the transfer saga, Messi moving to Inter Miami. Like there's been a lot um, during over the um, summer, but yeah, we are here and um, we have some topics we are going to be touching on this um, today in this episode. And um, hopefully you guys um, stay with us to the end. Um, so um, I also have someone else on the call. We have uh, Mr. Jeremy's uh, all the way from Sky Sports. Ibadan, Sky Sports. How are you doing now? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. So so good to, to join the first episode of the show. Um, can't wait to share my thoughts on the on the beginning of the season so far and other news stories. Okay, so let's let's without any uh wasting any much of our time, let's kickstart this um, session. So um we have a couple of topics uh, we're going to be going through. So we have the first one is the new season review or overview. We're going to be looking through that, and uh, with the first week. Not really the first week completed. It was just more or less like a uh, few games um kicked off already this season. Uh, we'll be talking about the result over this week. We, we still have one game left. That's the Manchester United game. And uh, we'll be talking about the expectation for the season on some particular plots and the top four prediction. So uh, we're going to start off with the new season. Uh, in the Premier League, there have been some new rules in terms of the offside rule and um, also the amount of minutes uh, that will be adding to, um, what's it called, uh, to to matches to make time. the... Yeah, exactly. Uh, which was which caused some kind of like casualties or issues in the community sheet that Arsenal won earlier. So I want you guys to like let's talk about that briefly, right? Valan was able to come out and kind of like complain that um this is taking toll on the players because of the amount of games they play. The you get they are playing almost hundred minutes now, like because of the they mentioned um uh, that be, before you spend like less than sixteen minutes or seventeen minutes play the actual game and twenty minutes just for 
substitution, celebration, someone is lying down on the floor. So hence the reason why they are kind of like increasing the amount of minutes per game to like 100 minutes. So what do you guys think about that first? So, yeah, you notice, like you said, a few changes. About the upside, so that has been implemented yet because we saw some news or some, some updates earlier or a few months back or a few weeks back, maybe two months ago, about the new upside rule. But I don't think that has been implemented in yet. Probably in Europe, might see it. But as per the injury time, yeah, time added on. It's just to encourage players to just get on with the game. There was a game last season between Newcastle and one other club because Newcastle are actually they were actually accused a lot last season of um, intentionally wasting time, even as early as from the first half. You understand? So those kind of games or those kind of teams where they try as much as possible to delay and everything, they just try to encourage everybody to get on with the game and make it as exciting for the fans, especially for the ones that go to watch it in the stadium. These guys are paying huge amount of money to watch to, to see games. So they want to they need to get their money's worth. It, it increases the intensity and also the tempo and also the fun, the excitement of the game. That, in my opinion, is not really bad. It's a good idea. But for the players, it might not be really nice because, but I mean, everybody will get used to it. This is football. We always adapt to these changes. Another thing that I noticed today is the, the, like, the Premier League, they're trying to enforce something about players tackling or challenging the referees or hustling the referees. For instance, now, two instances, um, Nicholas, Jackson, Nicholas Jackson and uh, McAllister from Chester and Liverpool respectively yeah. today. Immediately, they, they got fouled. Like, Nicholas Nicol Jackson got fouled and he just raised his hand up and a signal for, like, give him yellow. The yeah. referee just gave him yellow immediately. No argument. Same thing with McAllister. Give him yellow. Just wait, 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 wait. I wasn't paying attention in that part, but was it Nico they give yellow card or they give because during McAllister's own, yes, they, they gave McAllister they gave Nico, yellow. They gave Nico the yellow card. So the rule is it doesn't matter what happens, don't pressure the ref and don't ask the ref to give another player cards. It's okay. a rule that has been in play for a long time, but the referees do not really always, depending on the kind of player and the scenario, they don't always give the card out but this is like it looks like in the Premier League this season is a straight automatic yellow card also um so pertaining that I feel like that's going to be challenging for someone like Bruno Fernandez who is always on the referee's throat and neck so we'll see how that goes okay yeah I think okay can hear from um, yeah. Jeremy so what do you think um, yeah I I actually think it's not really a bad idea, but still, um, they still need to like look at the players' point of view. You know, to be honest, the fans, I think the fans understand the game. The fact that with time wasting, time wasting is also part of the game. That's what they should also understand because they are trying to also gain points for their own supporting team. The thing is that um time wasting favors the fans of the team that are wasting the time. That's the fact, so, which means that which means that the fans of the team that are wasting time actually want that. So which means mm -hmm. it is part of the game to slow to slow the game down, to make sure that they get maximum points for their for their fans. They're doing this, they're doing this for their fans too. So like I think that it's kind of it's kind of harsh on the players to be honest. But um, Jay brought out a very, very good point that the fans give their they need to give them their money's worth. But to be honest, 
it is a game. You know, it is a game. Like, for example, a relegation team now. Yeah, um, the reason why the, the relegation teams are always wasting that because they don't have the quality that those those um, those other teams have. That's why they are wasting time. That's what they can do. Then they are taking that advantage from those teams. That's why, see, I'm a Liverpool fan here. Yeah? It's going to pay Liverpool at Anfield because Liverpool are very dangerous at Anfield. It's going to pay them a lot or a lot of times. So all those teams are all those things that like to waste time. It will not pay them on the long run. And again, the the uh, uh, to affect the players' mentality. The fact that they get injured easily, like this season is already long for them on the norm. And then they have international breaks too in between. So like adding a lot of means to them is unfair. Yes, they have been paid a lot of salary, but still, but still, they're still human beings, man. Like you're they're working them like slaves. Like the way they the way they the way the way the way they are implementing that kind of rule is just kind of harsh on them. Today's match now, today's match actually like they they added I think six minutes in the first half, then um four minutes in the second half. Everybody was careful like oh more let's not add let's not add this one let's not add that one let's not add that one let's not do this one. let's not do this one. But what if it comes to all these small sport teams? You see that it is inevitable. It is inevitable for the small teams, and I think. I think it's not like I think it's actually very okay, but to be honest, in everything in overall, in overall conclusion, it's kind of ash on the players' condition, very, very ash on them because human beings also have their own limits. Even machines, machines have their limits. Human beings too have their own limits. So they should, they should they should have considered the players, they should have considered the players' fitness and everything too. No more, no more. So that's what I think about it. I mean, I agree with you guys, right? But uh, it also takes out the intensity in the game. Like, look at the ending of the Liverpool versus Chelsea match. Like, at 94 or 95, nobody was even pushing for the game because practically everyone on that pitch was tired. So my, my only closing remark is going to be like, I don't know how the Premier League wants to adjust it going forward, but... With the look of things, the rules or the rule is yet to stay alongside the offside rule. Like so, an offside rule that one is most likely people like them, Alan, that will be enjoying that kind of benefit. So I I don't know it clearly, but I think it's like when part of your body, right, is in offside or something like that, you have the the, the they don't count it as offside. I don't know if anyone have heard about no, that rule. That's- that's what I was saying today. That I'm not sure they've implemented that yet. We saw it in the news. But today, Salah and Chilwell were offside by just millimeters, and they and they give them offside. They they cancel their goals. I don't think those two goals that they scored would have counted. Yeah, exactly. So I think they they are still reviewing those stuff and looking at how it's And I hope and I hope that I I don't think they will implement it because. It's going to be like too easy. It's dumb. It's that rule is actually dumb. It's it so away dumb because it's very dumb. Very dumb because it's very easy now. Like you are not a robot. You can't. You can't accurately calculate players' body movement and human beings' body movements. What are you? What, what are you? Is take away the tactics and everybody will begin to play low line back. Low line. Look at look at look at Newcastle. Aston Villa yesterday, Newcastle beat them 5-1. Do you know that Aston Villa were playing high line? They were still trashing them anyhow. Now imagine <laughs> <laughs> without weak method. Ah, it's not easy. That kind of thing should not be like unfair to something. All these things, all these things, these things are tactics. They don't understand that they are tactics. Exactly. 
So you can't just groove that. Liverpool, oh, Aston wow. Villa. Aston Villa beat Liverpool. And they drew with Liverpool also at Anfield because of the fact that Ireland was paying them. Saudi Arabia, uh, Argentina. Argentina couldn't beat Saudi Arabia because of the Ireland. They should not like intervene with the game, man. Man, okay. I think going forward, we'll just get to know what uh, uh, what the Premier League have to offer and the rules they would like to adjust. But with the way things are so far, right? Um, I'm just going to jump into. Um, so we just completed the first week of the Premier League, right? So I'm yeah. just going to run through those results real quick for those that, uh, like I said earlier when I started, uh, we still have one more game, which is Manchester United versus Wolves, which is going to be happening tomorrow. On as at the time of this recording, it's going to be happening on Monday, uh, around eight forty-five. So. The league started with on the 11th on Friday with Burnley versus Man City. I just want to get you guys uh, feedback on this as I call this, um, what's it called, um, result. So Burnley versus Man City, what do you guys think? Vincent Company, master, um, um, apprentice meeting is master and the master trash in Teresa. <laughs> so what do you think from the defending champion, like winning their first game? I mean, it was it wasn't anything that we weren't expecting. But yeah. So what the, the, the match itself, the match itself was not really like from Manchester's perspective, it was not their smoothest game. But because of the quality mm-hmm. that they are, they are far better than um Burnley. So it was an easy win. And don't forget, before they went for relegation, City always beat them five goals. Like there was there was a period where consecutively the, the, the scoreline was five zero, five zero, five zero, three matches. So it's a very easy game. It was a very easy game for City. But for comp- from looking at company, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I didn't watch his games. Obviously, I didn't watch championship. But it seems like he's a very open guy, and he likes to play expansive. He also tried. He tried. He played a lot from the back yesterday on Friday against City. It worked. Where has the game well. gone? They couldn't, they couldn't get the game gone? So for the Burnley fans, I'm not sure they're really enjoying that brand of football. The game but is gone, is, man. How do we cope in Premier League, in the Premier League where the intensity is more and the quality is more? With that yeah. tactics, and I also another thing that I also noticed from the game was it made eight changes. Like in his squad, his first eleven, eight people in that first eleven did not play for him last season. So wow. I wonder how that would go. I think that was the same thing that happened yeah. to Nottingham Forest too. With like most of yeah. their first eleven were on loan or something like that, so they had to start yeah. a brand new team. I mean, it was a good outing for Man City. Alan Scott, so everybody was yeah. happy on FPL. Think- so I actually. Think Burnley actually tried. Um, yeah. um Aston Villa um, must have not actually played their game. Um, um, and again, I feel like Pep is putting too much pressure on Ireland. I won't lie. Because no, Ireland was very, very yeah, but he then he somehow during the first half. It was very towards Ireland, and it was and during the second half, it was it was shown on Ireland's face that he was not enjoying the game. The thing is, I was expecting Pep to take him out, Seth, because he did something that wasn't meant he wasn't meant to do. Right. If you notice what uh what happened. So they were in during a run of play, right? And the referee blew. Bernard Silva was with the ball. So Alan was trying to make that run. And the referee blew. So Alan was complaining to Bernard Silva that she give him the ball. She just passed the ball. He should have passed the ball. And Bernard Silva was trying to explain that no, no, it's the time wasn't right. Like uh he saw the run, but they weren't yeah. in the right position for him to make that pass. So he was complaining yeah. to Bernardo Silva. So 
as he was going, Pep was not trying to explain to him that, no, you can't just send him to give you that pass. The situation wasn't right, and the game wasn't um, permitting him to make that pass. So you need to understand that. So that was what it was, but you know, Pep is always dramatic. So was just shouting that, hey, this, that, blah, 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 push coming away. Is he going to look at that? Is he going to look at that? But that's the thing. Henry did that one time. I mean, I think it was someone in Barcelona. Like the 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 game flow was it was meant to pass it to the person in the right back or left back, then pass it back. Then the guy made the decision to make play an up through ball. After that yeah. half time, the second half, Pep took the guy out of the game. I was so but, shocked that the second half I see so I last started. Something that I noticed is that see, I will not lie. The fact that the Brenner is aging is going to affect Masti. I don't think Masti will win the league this season. If the Brenner is, if the Brenner doesn't stay fit. Most of your games. Actually, I don't understand the point. I don't understand the reason why he even played that good. Like, the point himself said he was shocked because if he didn't play preseason, he's just coming from injury and you're playing the first game of the season away. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, The guy needs to be taken care of. Probably should be playing 70 or 60 percent of the matches in the season because exactly look at this look at this game yeah he he cannot he obviously he's going to be injured for a lot of time so you need to be picking games where you play important games like you said gonu guy is gone clutch player yeah. that's the most clutch player in that team he's gone by the time you take away the boy if he's injured the team is going to be lacking people like Bernardo Silva can step up but even Myers is gone Myers is to step up sometimes so you don't yeah, find that yeah. you have Grealish who cannot yeah. be relied upon. Foden, yeah. who Garela always uses in different kind of position that the guy is not stable himself. Another young yeah. player that you can't count on them. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be a tough season for Man City, but I man, I feel, yeah. personally, I feel like he always does something to make it more difficult for himself. Yeah, to make it exactly. He's giving himself so a challenge. You, you, to... you, exactly. So, the guy is just playing with people. It's, even that thing I did with Alan is just Hollywood stunts. The guy is a showman. I don't understand why you are shouting at the guy. You don't make any sense. But you know the guy. He loves cameras. Maybe, maybe he's intentionally trying to pass a message to Alan that he thinks that you don't have ever you need to be much better. And Alan. And Alan. You know, he might want to pass that message. Is everything about psychology and mind games? He might want to tell him, but he's not looking like should I tell him, call into my office and tell him. Or wow. just do something. Yeah. It also depends on the player. Yeah. If like the player, just do public care. If the player yeah. is not all those like old school players that they drop by them, Lampard, the way that they're very, very, you know, now focused and hard at the hard at the they'll take it and they'll just run with it. Needs to do. It looks like that kind of player. He talks like that kind of player. He says he likes challenges. So challenge yourself to get better because in this forgotten, you are never the best for a long time. You can be best for one season, but you cannot be the best for three or five seasons if you don't challenge yourself. So I feel like Alan just needs to run with his. You, I don't know, I didn't watch the second half. I was even uninterested in the match. But if you say that the guy was not happy with the second half in the second half and he was acting up, it's not right. That's not the right way to, to respond to it. But probably just by the time it's late to go. And the next second half. Right? Was it his first time to score the second half? His first to go to the first half. Yes, he didn't, I, I'm sure he was like, I didn't like his performance. He removed the media now. Game. Yes, he wasn't even brought in. He yes, brought in a you know, like uh, power man. Every pass, he was looking so frustrated. 
it was <laughs> just signed like looking looking at looking uh 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 wasn't he was not even looking motivated in the game at all I they, mean, this, is, like they are to do. this is the way city starts their season most time very sluggish but they win games right so exactly. by when, the thing. when they start yeah, yeah when they start moving into january then they eat that drive and they start winning games and comfortably and everyone sharp because they start how, yeah. how pep does it they have a match on wednesday Right, and they were they had a very short preseason because they resumed very late. Like the fitness is like the fitness always starts when into the season. That's when their fitness match fitness starts coming in and the person start taking and the like. So I don't know how he does it, but I mean they are still my favorite to win the leagues. So I don't, I but, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, attack, I don't see. is lacking depth. You know that, right? I mean, they are losing, yeah, they are missing two of their of their game changers. During the season, De Bruyne is always hot in form. So let's if if he's actually if he actually maintains his fitness, that's a very good sign for Man City. But if he doesn't, mm-hmm. that is a very very terrible sign because Man City do not have a, have a replacement. They only have the only crazy player, very crazy player that they have is that can that can hold the ball is um, Bernardo Silva. Before it was Gunogan and Bernardo Silva. Now it's only Bernardo Silva. Gunogan has been has been a very very important player for for Man City. Very, very important. If the Real does not turn up, Gundogan always does. So those two players that they are missing is very, very vital. Liverpool too, they learned hard from this lesson. Very, very, very hard from this lesson. We 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 took we took all the players that we had for granted. We took one out for granted, Origi and Mane, and it have affected us big time. I know that they said uh, what's his name? Um Guardiola is a very smart coach, the genius. So I want to see how he's going to fix this actually. So let's see. I yeah. So now I mean we just we just need to just wait and see. So I'm going to be touching in on some of the uh what's it called the lineups or the fixture for the week. Uh we'll move on to Arsenal versus versus uh Arsenal versus Nottingham okay, Forest. So Arsenal were able to kind of like have a very strong I mean to some extent the first half was very, very good. They were controlling. Um then um, Elanga came in and did an assist for one year. So Arsenal kicking starts with their new signing like Rice, Timber, um, who else again? Rice, Timber, and Avat and the like. Even though Avat, I didn't see what he did that much, but I mean, what do you think about Arsenal this is Can they do it? Is it can they do it again? Like I feel they could, but would they have enough but weapon is, to finish? I don't think yeah. like, Arsenal, I don't think Arsenal will see to be honest, I don't think Arsenal will be able to compete this season. To be honest. Like the way they played, they played as a very good team, but um like as the game went on, they became kind of sluggish. Their midfield is not physical enough. They they have Avats, they are they are is open to play Avats, Odegaard, and Rice. And Alvarez is not physical enough, and Odegaard is very technical, but not also physical. It's just like the way Liverpool is trying to do now. Liverpool is trying to play Sobosly and McAllister. You know that Sobosly is very physical. McAllister is also physical, which is going to help Liverpool's game. But as now, my Odegaard is not physical. Um, Alvarez is not physical. That is already a weakness. So mm-hmm. during the game, in the middle of the game, when when like the tempo is higher. In a like against a more physical team like Brighton, Liverpool, Manchester United, uh, Newcastle, those things will affect them big time. 
those things will affect them. They have um, rice and um, party, which which is actually helping them out. But to be to be honest, I don't see them as a team that will actually like actually compete for the title. They will compete for top four as expected, but I don't see them competing for the title to be honest. Yeah, and they don't have like a striker, like an outside, like an outside striker. They don't. Gabriel yeah, Jesus misses a lot. Yeah, and that was one of the issues that affected them last season. But I still feel they could still be contenders. But with the addition of Champions League, I don't know how to be able to to um exactly yeah yeah to manage you. that. But yeah, so many competitions. Yeah. My my opinion is we actually make it difficult for Man City this season because we can't just uh allow them. To yeah, I don't, just... I, don't, I can't I don't I can't expect Man City to just screw like that. This is Man City are taking things for granted. I think they are taking Pep is taking this thing for granted. He wants to challenge himself. He wants to see how far he can go, and that's yeah. like the downfall of of some men. They 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 don't see it coming. They don't mm-hmm. see it coming. Club is not see it coming. Now look at club. Club is admitting that yes, he's right. He should, he should have like we should be spending hundred million. Club is admitting okay. that. Club is not have to admit that. But club trust. Club relied on his ego, on his brain, mm-hmm. on his mindset, on his development tactics, on his on his relationship tactics. You know, he believes yeah, in his motivation. So that kind of thing. Yes, that's one beyond that. Now the now there are players now. Players look at oh my wish you are did, did you watch the writing game, man? Yeah, I want to go next. Like I wanted to say most of the games on Saturday, yesterday or Saturday, yeah. The games that impressed me were Brighton game and Newcastle game. Like the Damn. the the scouting for Brighton has to be talked about. Yeah. Like yeah, every single about. person on that pitch. Played football like they played mad football, like it was so crazy. As to be had could have had multiple assists there yesterday. The Toma could have had multiple assists, even not for well, yeah. yeah. I don't understand why people are looking at it. I don't know, I don't understand what's going on. That is very good in the next sense. He can pass, he can pass, he's giving me in the next summer, right, the amount of people would come to come and read uh, what's it called writing in terms of the players, like um Kaiseido is probably going to be going. And uh, they have Mitoma, they have SCSO, they have like they have a lot of players that that yes. are just and the player development is mad. Like yeah. all of these players keep playing well. They have SPR, they have Fegusin also. That's our striker. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's 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 something we need to look out for this season. Like Brighton, another name is Newcastle. Like Newcastle is just flying yes. at this point. Yeah. The first the way we control the ball. So uh, as I was saying, like Newcastle, the brought is on. New intakes, right? Like Tonali, Isaac, yeah. Isaac of last season, right? And all of them have plans, yeah. like, yeah. literally all of them plays pretty well on Saturday. Yeah. So, and they have Champions League football. I feel they are looking promising this season. After it finished top five or top six. 
Yes, yes, they are. Especially the acquisition of Bans. Bans is mm-hmm. Bans price tag does not give him any kind of pressure. They they bought him for thirty five million, and his net and his worth for this kind of market is like fifty million. Buying him for thirty five million has already removed that kind of pressure from him. He has allowed him to play his game. I mm-hmm. that game I saw Bans. Bans there was no difference from Bans of Leicester and Bans of Newcastle. Yeah, He's in a better scene. That is all. That tonality is a very, very good midfielder. I can I can I won't, I won't lie. Like the way Newcastle play, they look threatening. But I just think that they are, like I said, they are they are they, they are still not tight enough for, for that type of beat. But that top four, it is they will it's, definitely contend for it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That they will definitely make that top four, I feel, with the amount of uh, firepower they have currently. And then we yes. move on to the biggest game this uh, weekend, which is Chelsea uh, versus Liverpool. Right. So my deduction, what I could deduct from that match is these two teams they did a standing for. They don't have a team. <laughs> Both of them, Gallagher was playing for. Right. Yes. Mikalisa was playing for. So it was like, but the game that was game. Good to end. That game was crazy. Game. Crazy end. That game was. You know that the, both both teams will actually play well this season. The thing is that mm-hmm. Chelsea uh, Liverpool will need a DM. McAllister actually, I I I was always McAllister to play DM, and he actually tried. Look at the way Enzo Fernandez was was killing the Liverpool's midfield. You know, was dribbling there. Was if there was a, there was a fork, he won't be free. He won't have that kind of freedom because a DM we know will be uh, a very good DM will be able to mark Enzo Fernandez and kill Enzo Fernandez, and that's the problem with Chelsea. Chelsea's game was on Endo, Enzo Fernandez, and if Endo, Enzo Fernandez didn't play well, Chelsea would have died throughout that game. The I first mean, Enzo and James. Well. No, it was Enzo. Enzo was not providing the strings for James to play well. Enzo was not providing the strings for James to play well. Yeah, um, uh, James couldn't even last. Couldn't even last the second half. Imagine if they were relying on James. That's the end of the game. If he had gone out. And to be honest, that was usually like the end of the way they were removing a lot of their first players. You know, like I, I feel like the, the two teams, both teams knew that almost um, let's just agree for a draw and let's just sub yeah. because first half we outplayed them uh, only maybe the end of the first half, maybe the they started they started playing end of first half. Yes. Then the second half yeah, the came out. It was also the same, like we we both of us actually played. Then once it got to 75 minutes, as if maybe Klopp and Pochettino, they were like. She was at full draw. They started removing everybody. James, they started removing players that were playing well. They were actually playing well. They removed Chukwe Maker. They removed they removed Sterling. They started removing a lot of players. So, like, I I really, I now see why both of them are fighting for Kaiseido because anybody that Kaiseido ends up to, the team will play very, 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 very well. Very well. Because, well. like, now, I, like, Subosly, Subosly was making some impressive passes. So, Subosly had the most chances created. You know, so so was like at the 100% accurate. You know, I played well. I actually enjoyed this game. So I think I'm expecting a lot from each of them. To be honest, I'm expecting Chelsea to actually challenge for the title. And I'm expecting the two of them to challenge for the title this season. To be very, very honest. Because they don't have future congestion. You know, they have actually, they just will play with their free mind. And I'm expecting them to challenge for the title. Both Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah, I actually agree though. So those are like, which brings us to our next uh, for the final topic about what was like your prediction for the ending of this season for this season like your top four predictions yeah, and your final yeah. uh would you yeah. pick to win it all 
All right. Not being not being delusional or maybe I'm being biased. If Liverpool do get Skysedo or Latvia, to be honest, I expect Liverpool to win the league. I expect them to win the league. So this is this is my prediction. Liverpool, Manchester mm-hmm. City, Chelsea, and Manchester United. Then um, Newcastle, um, Newcastle, Brighton, and Arsenal, seventh. Okay. Then I expect Luton Town to relegate Luton Town, Everton, Luton Town, Everton, and Sheffield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you still feel Everton can still retire, can still relegate? Yes, yes. You should have seen the game that they played against before. They deserve to start relegation. They were very wasteful. And right. and look at and Fulham is a team that they should be getting points against. You know, it's the beginning of the season that you don't know that you need this kind of certain points. Until it is too late. Too late. You understand what I mean? There are teams that you have to play that you know that you have to get even at least one point. So that is mm-hmm. like a very very terrible moment. I mean, then it was really outstanding in that match, so it's understandable for them. So it's frustrating. Exactly for them. like the game because if it was the end of the season that they played that kind of game. And it is like a relegation battle. That's how they would have lost. Lost. I mean, you have to be correct, though. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. But for me, I still feel the person that's going to win this league, uh, my money is actually on. I'm, I'm, people will be shocked by this prediction of all. I, I, I still pick um, Man City. They look like they're still the formidable person to win the league. Like, that's okay. for me, but. We must not allow them with the day. But I'll just put it out there. So Man City, my top four is going to be Man City and Liverpool second. Third, Man United. Then fourth, I'm going to give it to Arsenal. Arsenal finishing mm-hmm. top four. Chelsea fifth and Newcastle sixth. So that's my distance. And people to relegate, I pick Nottingham Forest, uh, Luton Town, and... Um, I'll go with Sheffield. Those are three. I feel yeah. let's go down. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a that's a really really good one, and uh, that's that wraps up our show for today. We don't really have much to talk about other than tomorrow, which is on Monday, as it at the time of this recording. Uh, Manchester United playing Wolves, and. Yeah. Uh, I already know what you think about that match. Who do you think is going to win that match? I think it's around. I actually, I actually expect United to win. Yeah. So, I expect yeah. them to win. But they sacked their coach before the beginning of the season. So, and it looks like they want to bounce back. They're selling their players that they are not replacing. That's a, very, that's a sign of a, of a team that is about to relegate. I mean, I'm afraid for roofs also because they've, they've changed. No, no, no. Uh, no, they pose no threats because Adam has gone, Raul has gone. They pose no threats whatsoever. They pose no threats at all. Yeah, let's let's at let's let's look let's look at how the season goes. I mean, <laughs> let's see how the season goes. Though, so yeah, and that's all we have for you guys. Uh, we also want to remind you to also check out our um. Twitter page. It's called What's Cooking Ninja and Try and Gel Our Fantasy League Team. Uh, we have our code pinned on the latest tweet. So you can join our Fantasy League and join every other person or our other listeners on bragging rights on the Fantasy League by Premier League. So we look forward to you guys joining and thank you so much for joining and listening to us. And uh, 
We'll see you guys later. So what did, do you have anything to say to our fans, Mr. Jeremy's? No, 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 no. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And um, yeah, tune in for, 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 for another episode, which is um, going to be next week. All right. So thank you, guys, and have a good one. Yeah.